face it, dating sucked in your 20s, gets worse in your 30s, and your 40s, forget it. It's a cesspool out there, and we're your flotation device. Join us weekly for saucy chat, ridiculous love gurus, and MILF-worthy fun to spice up your life. The MILF MILF and and Me Podcast. Podcast. Every Wednesday on your favorite pod platform. And the MILFandMePod.com. The MILF MILF and and Me Podcast. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. What's going on? Do your right. fucking intro. All right. Do- <laughs> fucking intro. Hey, this is Ron. Welcome to Barrel H Flicks. I'm traumatized. Come on, Ragnar. Your side. You're supposed to do. Come on. You're, you're making me fucking feel weird as shit here. What the fuck? What is up? You should up? be feeling weird right now. I, I probably am. So, anyways, this show is only going to be about five minutes long, anyways. We're just going to review the movie, do the pint reviews, and we're out of this fucking bitch because fuck this, guys. Deluxe Edition sucks. I'm just kidding. Cool. What's it's up, a guys? Movie about rappers, and uh, yeah, one of them dies, a couple of them die. Yeah. Uh, hey, 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 don't give away the movie. <laughs> well, uh, today we are going to be doing straight out of Compton, of course. Barrel Age Flicks has taken over the deluxe edition, and uh, this is, you know, this was fun because I remember we did this for the Elvis episode. And I think we talked about how we were planning on doing uh, biopics, musical biopics. Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember we were going to be doing either The Doors at one point, but then you guys said, hey, fuck it, you're doing yours, so I got to do Straight out of Compton already. So that's the one we're doing today, Straight out of fucking Compton. So yeah. seriously, what did you all think of that movie? Well, who's more qualified to talk about it than four white guys? <laughs> yeah we we are it, it is it is kind of strange but it's a good fucking movie though it's a good I, fucking I think movie. ron is probably the closest one who's qualified white christmas anyways so <laughs> <laughs> nobody will understand that joke anyways uh straight out of content released oh. august 14th 2015 directed by f gary gray other things that he's directed, he's directed movies, but he's also directed music videos. He's done music videos for Coolio, Ice Cube, Outkast, Dr. Dre, and Cypress Hill. He's also done The Amazing Friday. I'm sure you guys all love the movie Friday. Yeah, Friday's yeah. cool. Good. Yeah, great yep. fucking movie. The Negotiator with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Spacey, I believe. Uh, a Man Apart, which I think has got um, That's uh, Vin Diesel, I believe. Uh, the Italian Job, the remake with Mark Wahlberg. A lot of people like more of the original, but a lot of people like the remake also. Uh, he did Law Abiding Citizen, which I know all of us are a fan of that one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good movie. 
Uh, he did Be Cool, which is kind of the sequel to Get Shorty, which sucked, in my opinion. I think Get Shorty is a whole 10 times bad. better. It, Get Shorty was 10 times better, in my opinion. And he also did The Fate of the Furious. So he's done a lot of big hits. Um, this movie was nominated for Best Screenplay at the Oscars, and uh, the budget of this movie was $28.50 million. It made $161 million domestic, and it made $200 million worldwide. So this, this was Hold actually on. a big fucking hit. What was the budget? The budget was between twenty-eight and fifty million. It's a big fucking gap. That's just what it said yeah, on the uh, when I looked it up. It said budget between twenty-eight and fifty. Wow. So I think it started smaller and it got higher and higher. A lot of budgets change over time when they're making the movie where they need to add stuff to it. So that's why it went between twenty-eight and fifty. So let's just go ahead and say fifty million. Sure. Uh, that's yeah, thanks, Ragnar. I appreciate it. You want me to argue with you about it? I'm not arguing with you. This is fucking weird because usually you're sitting right next to me, so I'm not used to seeing you on a fucking streaming video here. Yeah. Um, but I made 200 million worldwide, and then the uh, actors in this, which Oshia Jackson Jr. played Ice Cube, which was basically a splitting image of Ice Cube. I thought he looked exactly like him. So, yeah, uh, we, that, we that was cre- that was weird. It was kind of weird. His name actually O'Shea. Yeah, it's probably O'Shea. I don't know why I put O'Shea. Where, where's your punishment shot? I know. I gotta say it three times wrong. Three times wrong. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah, that, that's our rules. Three times. So that's all number right. one. So if all I right. say O'Shea, all right, that's two. So if I say it one more time wrong, yeah, then, yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, don't <laughs> ask me. I know what Ragnar's playing. All right. Corey Hawkins as Dr. Dre. We got Jason Mitchell as Easy E, which I think he did a fucking excellent job as Easy E. Yeah. Neil Brown as Neil Brown Jr. as DJ Yella. And Aldous Hodge as MC Ren. R. Marcus Taylor as Suge Knight. Paul Giamatti as Jerry Heller. Who? What do, you, what do you think of that name there, Ragnar? Paul yeah, Giamatti. That, that's a fucking horrible name. Suge Knight. Suge Isn't, Knight. I'm pretty sure his name is Suge. Okay, well, you just I did it twice. We got what? We got we got another one there. We're we're banking these now, Ron. So oh, fuck. All right. Uh, how do you not Josh... know how to fucking pronounce that name? <laughs> I, I don't say shit right. You should know that by now that that's what I do on my fucking podcast to say shit wrong. I'm whiter than mashed potatoes, and I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Brockington is young Warren G. We got Keith Powers as Tyree. We got Marlon Yates as DOC. We got F. Gary Gray as DJ. He was uh, Greg Mack, uh, director cameo. So, uh, we're going to go ahead. Actually, you know what? I'll do this before we do the drink. Other movies that come out around the same time. American Ultra. I've never seen that one. Uh, Sinister 2. We also have Fantastic Four. I think that was the remake that they did that remake bombed horribly. Huh? The remake of it. Yeah, I think it bombed horribly. I think that's the one that had, um, what's his name, from uh, um, Creed, I believe, playing uh, Johnny Storm or something like that. Uh, we have The Runner, we have Containment, we have Final Girl, and Agent 47. So I actually don't know any of those fucking movies, but this was more of a recent movie. So, But, uh, of course, we're going to go ahead and do our drink, which today, in the movie, Easy e has got a bottle of this Hennessy. So this is what we're going to do today. We're going to review this. I've only had it once in my life, and I don't even remember how it tastes. So have any of you ever... What was that? Tell Casey, good job. He's got a bottle. Yeah, I failed because I didn't know this interview was today. Well, so you don't have any? <laughs> no, fuck no. Ah, we'll have to do one on uh, 
we'll, we'll, he'll have to do one on next Sunday's yeah, episode. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get a 40 of one of those for next episode. It'll be fine. I'll make up for it. That works. All right, let's go ahead and open these up. I can tell you. I've I never had this. I'll tell you, you you're not going to like it. <laughs> okay, like I said, I've had this once, but it was like when I was like oh. in my teens. Yeah, so I say about 15, 16, you probably tried it. Yeah, I don't really remember it all that much. So I've this is really going to be almost like a first time for me again because I don't remember it. But uh, mm-hmm. che- cheers, guys. Okay, it tastes like running from the cops. Go. So does this movie. <laughs> Man. It's... Why did the guys like this? Is this, this is a sipping thing, though, right? Like, people aren't yes. doing shots of that like this, right? I, I'm taking a sip because yeah. that's actually Ragnar... Um, you you told me that it's better to sip this, so that's what I'm doing. I saw that you down well, the bottom. Better to sip cognac and brandy. What yeah. you're missing is a menthol cigarette to go with it. That's true. That brings out the. Flavor. I don't think. I, 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 I don't think. Definitely I bring out this. the flavor. <laughs> I downed it. I thought you guys. I thought you guys were fucking taking a shot. I mean, I, I was gonna sip it, but you know what? Fuck it. I'll just down the rest of it. It, it has a. It tastes like something else that I've had before. Which forty ounce would you compare it to, there, Casey? I don't know. I wasn't really a big forty drinker. This is a very special cognac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, you have the. All right, let me see your bottle. I'm going to make sure because there was different versions of it. Well, you got That's the exact the same one I got, and Ragnar's got the exact same because I dropped it off at his place. Um, I'm going to give it a... Um, uh, oh, God. It's worse when it comes up. <laughs> That's... Oh, man. I don't know why this... How, shit, how much does it cost for a full bottle of this? Like a full bottle. You got any of you know? No, I don't know. I know that, I know that it was behind the um, glass at the liquor store even these small even the small airplane bottles really yeah here in tallahassee it was that's interesting all right well how about you go first casey what are the uh, thumbs up thumbs down or two, two thumbs the, yeah up? we go by the cisco neighbor for the uh, drink so yeah, it's it was, one thumb. Uh, this is you can do uh, thumbs down you can do zero stuff like that yeah this is a this is a thumbs down for me i'm this is something i would never probably right, so two thumbs keep. down or one thumb down uh, I give it one thumbs down. It's not that it's not horrible, but it's not okay. something I would ever drink again. It tastes it has a very distinct flavor. Like I re- I've tasted something like this before. It wasn't Hennessy though. Tastes cheap to me. That's what I don't like about it. It tastes cheap. Yeah. Well, how much uh, were it, uh how much was the airplane bottle? Uh, my, oh, for these, I think it was like 5 bucks. Yeah, these were eight, like eight bucks here. So at Walmart, you can get a 750 milliliter bottle for $36. That sounds about right. So it's about 36, 30, 35, 30, maybe $30, maybe $29 in some places. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's cheap. It's, mm-hmm. it's cheap shit. But if you go to fine wine and goods, it's 90 What? Wait, what? Hey, I don't set these prices. I'm just looking online. Okay, yeah, but which version is it? Is it the same one? Same fucking thing, but it's called you getting it from fine wines and goods as opposed to Walmart. Yeah. So if anyone's interested, I'll be selling bottles of Hennessy for (laughs) 60 bucks next week if anybody wants to order that line. 
from my <laughs> tea public store. It's back in your car. <laughs> the trunk of your car. <laughs> oh, that'd be very interesting. I, all right. Um, Ragnar, you want to go next? Holy fuck balls, dude. What? How much is it? This bottle, Richard Hennessy Cognac, first edition, $12,000. Holy shit. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. No, 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 no. For, for this, for the same shit? He just said what it was. God damn it, Ron. I didn't hear you right. <laughs> fucking silence. There's no crickets here. Come on. <laughs> Richard Hennessy. I'm assuming he's like a guy who's important to the Hennessy family. Oh. I, well, with the last name Hennessy, I would assume so. $12,000. 12 grand. Fuck no that. thanks. Yeah, that's 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 uh yeah, that's for the rich people. I'm assuming though that when you burp, you don't want to throw up after you drink that version. <laughs> yeah. No. It, doesn't, it does not come up good when you when you burp i'm telling you flat out like it tastes weird coming back up just like ragnar said yeah well once again like i said you got to chase it with some fucking menthol cigarettes and an eight ball and that takes care of all that <laughs> that problem yeah i finally had my chance to finally try it out i thought it tastes good but then, no, then you fit into like the shit. crowd right you know <laughs> get your raiders gear there you go <laughs> it doesn't leave like there's not a bad aftertaste though like i don't taste it anymore not no, there's not a bad aftertaste, no but taste to it at all. It just tastes cheap. It just doesn't yeah. taste good at all. No. So, so Ragnar, what do you give it? Zero. You give it a zero. Zero. Right. I will I give it your money and not me. <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did it for the show. I bought this shit back in fucking December, so because I've canceled on these guys like twenty times, apparently. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, I will yeah. give it a zero. I'll give it a zero. It's now. You know what? I'll give it a thumb down. Thumb down. It's just, I will never buy it again. I, I mean, I'm like I said, we, this is our a drinking show. We try drinks out and try and review them. I always tend to bring horrible drinks to the table. Uh, if you listen to our aliens episode coming out, which coming out next week, I, I, I don't know when this one's dropping. Uh, I brought the worst drink ever. Uh, fucking Pete monster shit was fucking God awful. You guys would probably hate it too, but uh, I have a tendency to bring bad drinks and this one, it works for the movie. You got to admit, this works for the fucking movie. I mean, it, it oh, hasn't absolutely. seen everything else, but it's just, it's it's not good. I, I would never drink this again. So, yeah, a thumb down. And uh, do they drink it because it's cheap? I would assume so. I probably think that, but you mean just like a 40? Yeah. Because a 40 would be considered cheap as a cheap way of getting drunk. So, yeah, but like when I think of a 40, like, isn't a 40 like beer? Like, it no, it's, it's malt liquor. There is uh, a distinct difference between beer and malt liquor. Depends on what 40 you get, though. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, OE, not bad. Laser, iffy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of 40s. Me and my buddies used to love drinking 40s back in the early 90s. There's yep. like a kick we got on. A um, lot, of, lot of old English. Colt 45. If Billy D likes it. Oh, my God, Colt 45. Oh yeah. So I, I think Boone's Farm. I remember drinking a lot of Boone's Farm. <laughs> so I remember Ragnar, you were gonna bring 40s to the table for one of our scary movie shows. Remember that? Yeah, but I couldn't find the one I wanted. Yeah. What were you looking for? I was looking for Miller. Ah. Uh, but so what happened was I went to 7-Eleven and they had 40s on the bottom shelf in the freezer. 
in the fridge and the Millers were turned around. And yep. I honestly didn't even fucking think about like turning them to look. Yeah. Because I went there like the next day for a Red Bull and they were all sitting right there on the bottom shelf. So, so <laughs> that here's that sucks. Here, here's basically what a 40 ounce tastes like, Casey. Take a beer, put it in your trunk for a couple of weeks in springtime when the temperatures go up and down violently, and then drink it while it's warm. That's pretty much what a 40 ounce tastes like, eh, you know, give or take. And you get real fucked up. That's no very, very specific. It's easy to get fucked up on, but it fucking sucks in taste. It's not really good for the fucking taste. Like, nobody fucking likes it. Yeah, I remember when they fucking sold, sold screwdrivers at 7-Eleven. You remember that shit? Yeah. No. You can buy a screwdriver already pre-made and everything. But... You know what also would have worked for this movie? Mad Dog 2020. Oh, yes. Oh, dude. Yes. We used to shoplift Mad Dog 2020 grape. <laughs> and get all fucked up on it. Oh, so good. Oh, man. Because it's the only... It's the only bottle that slides right down into a coat pocket and nobody can yeah. tell. Not that I'm condoning shoplifting, children's. Well, actually, Ray, from memory, of, you, you've had Hennessy before, so if you go from memory, what would you give it from memory? I would give it a one. I did not enjoy Hennessy. Uh, I preferred 40 ounces when I was in my ghetto phase. You know, Hennessy, I, I tried it. I didn't care for it. Do you give it one thumb up? I give it one thumb. I okay. mean, I think it's fair because it is alcohol. That's true. Anything alcohol <laughs> is always good for you. And quite quite frankly, if somebody showed up at my house with a bunch of Hennessy and that's all they brought, I guess we're drinking Hennessy all You're night. You're drinking Hennessy. There you go. Yep. <laughs> it gets one thumb just for that reason. <laughs> all right. So that is our drink review of the show. So let's go ahead and get into this movie that I had you guys watch. Well, first of all, did you guys think this is worthy of a good biopic, musical biopic? Because, you know, there's a lot of them out there and everything else. What did you all think of this all together? Because I, actually, it's a good question before I ask that. Did you guys grow up listening to a lot of rap? I didn't. No. Okay. Well, that was quick. Okay. So I'm a little <laughs> bit older than you guys. So I used to work at a restaurant with this cook who was a black guy, and I would give him Metallica, and he would give me you know, NWA, Kumo D. So I had all this shit pretty quick before it was even popular. Oh, shit. So I'm bringing all this shit to school, and I'm like, dude, you got to hear this fucking, this is crazy. And within like six months, the entire goddamn school is obsessed with NWA, and I'm like, but I was already listening to this. What happened? <laughs> You're the first. What the fuck just happened? But yeah, I had all these punk and metal kids listening to NWA and Kumo D and all this shit. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking awesome. This is like a black kid's version of metal. Like yeah, yeah. that's how I looked at it. So me and this guy, Jerry, at work, we trade tapes back and forth, you know, cassettes. Yeah. And then we talk about it all day at work. And he'd be like, Man, that Metallica shit's off the fucking hook. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. So yeah, I, I I really liked rap when I first got into it. And I kind of just once gangster rap just became so popular and all sounded the same, I kind of just walked away from the, the whole genre. Like, yeah, everybody just sounds the same now. They're doing the same thing. But when NWA first came out, there was nothing like that. Even oh, when yeah. he, when Easy E went solo, like nobody sounded like that. Oh yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that because a lot of the rap 
back then you had you had like kid and play you had like uh will smith uh, fresh prince and all that stuff it was very like clean rap and uh heavy d and the boys and stuff like that Fat all that Prince boys run DM like i love run dmc but they're not in the same fucking league no 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 that's old school clean kind of clean rap you know it's not gangster rap yeah and then you have when you came over with the nwa then you had uh, uh ice cube you had dr dre where they all split apart and everything else you had tupac you had um notorious big uh i mean so many great classic gangster rappers and everything else and i, I will say this i was huge in a rap when i was in school i wasn't huge in a rap but i was also into uh rock and metal music too like i was a big limp biscuit fan which was a cross between rock and rap when you think about it it was the whole rap core thing mm -hmm. but i listened to all like dmx rough riders all that stuff that that was my that was my shit i enjoyed the hell out of that stuff and I still do it to this day. Now, when you listen to the rap nowadays, I can't fucking stand it. It's just fucking whining, basically. It doesn't even sound like rap anymore. But the old shit, it's, I could still, you know, you could still move your head to the beat when you're listening to that stuff going down the road. I mean, I, I love the music. I, I enjoyed it and everything else. And NWA really put the standard in gangster rap. So, uh, Ragnar, I almost called you by the real name. Ragnar, how about you? Damn it. I know, you're waiting for it. Uh, I... I mean, I enjoyed it as a, like the nineties and shit, you know, like eighties and such. I, you know, listened to fucking rock and heavy metal fucking nineties was the same, but also threw in fucking rap in there as well. You yeah. know, so it's a, it's a good mix, but like these guys here were on a completely different fucking level mm -hmm. with the shit that they fucking brought. Because like you said, you know, you've you had fucking people like fucking Will Smith, you know, kid and play, um the fucking kids who wore their shit backwards. Fat boys. Remember Fat Boys? Yeah. No, I remember yeah. Fat Boys. Talking about crisscross. Chris Remember MC Hammer? MC Hammer, yeah. Hammer. Hammer, yeah. Can't Wait, remember when MC Hammer tried to go fucking hardcore? Yeah, that didn't work out for him. It didn't work. Nope, it you didn't know. work out for him. And then and see the thing is nwa was a completely different type of rap and more hardcore and stuff like that then you also have other rap court horror rap insane clown posse i'm sure you guys know insane clown posse and that one's more like a horror rap more of like clown music and stuff like that but it's i, I grew up on that too because come on ray i know you listened to insane clown posse didn't you yeah tell us how you feel about the insane uh, clown posse, right? all right this is gonna go over poorly but uh, i they're scumbags and <laughs> Fucking garbage! I really do. <laughs> they are no, they're 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 hor they're the worst band in the world. I mean, what they say, but they had some I, decent I, tracks here and there. Dude, I think they're horrible people. I don't give a shit about them. That's awesome. So Ray's I, I, not a juggalo. No, <laughs> not even no, close. No, no. I try to avoid the topic because I just don't want to fucking interact with juggalos. Period. Yeah. So all together, so now. Bunch. <laughs> So all together, so now we know about our little backgrounds and rap and everything else. So what did you all think of this movie for? I mean, because I think this is one of the first. No, this is actually not one of the first because there was also Notorious that came out, mm -hmm. and they also had came out with a musical biopic of Tupac, which I heard was god awful. Notorious yeah. was okay. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't amazing, but it was okay. But I'd say this is by far the best one when it comes to a rap biopic, and I thought these yeah. guys pulled off the roles. I mean, perfectly. Easy E. I mean, fucking Ice Cube. Dr. Dre. I mean, the guy who played Dr. Dre did really, really good. I thought they all did great in this, and I thought this movie was drama. It was comedy. It was just about everything, and it was it 
it was i don't know what you got what well, guys did you guys watch the director's cut did you guys just watch, watch the regular theatrical cut no nah, i just watched the theatrical the cut. regular one yeah i just watched the regular one yeah, yeah i remember how- i called you and you were like telling me how fucking long is this movie this yeah. fucking movie is too fucking long how long is the director's cut uh the director's cut's about two hours and 45 minutes so, so they had about 15 minutes maybe no, I think about 20, 30 minutes or something like that. So, uh, actually, I mean, uh, if somebody can look that up real quick and find that out. I uh, think the runtime was two hours and 27 minutes. I mean, technically, I don't think I would have been bothered by the director's cut because this was a good movie. You know, if it went to three, yeah, I'm out on the director's cut. But I think 20 extra minutes wouldn't have hurt this movie at all. And like you said, the casting was absolutely spot on in this movie. Yes. Uh, the fact that Ice Cube's uh, son did so fucking two hours and what? Two hours. Casey was right. 20, two hours and 27 minutes. So that's a theatrical cut. Yeah. Sure. All right. Hold on. Let me see. Length is. As long as you but, say it with conviction. I mean, we talked about this before. I, I like I like shorter movies. I, you know, I'll sit and watch a series if it's eight episodes long. But uh, for some reason, movies like one long movie is it's just. It gets to me, and this—it's it's about I, I one three hours. Boring. I did. Yeah, I did feel that there was a lot of stuff that they could have probably cut out of this movie. Um, okay. Although I did learn a lot from it because, I, like, like I said, I I didn't listen to this stuff when I was growing up. Like, I, I didn't even re- really listen to much music until I was like a little older. Like, I was, uh, I was played football and fucking. I lived lived a sheltered life as a child, so I didn't really listen to like a ton of movie and or a ton of music until i got older um and then when i did i got into the grateful dead so it wasn't anything like this you know great band um, there. so uh but yeah i learned a lot from it but like i said it's it's a little for me it was a little long a little long well the, the but, extended but really good i mean everything was good like the guy the guy that played ice cube you know was his son right like it, he looks yeah. exactly like him yeah I, I was surprised at how i mean of course, they for the vocals they did for the concert scenes, like that whole concert, like the whole fuck the police thing was by far amazing. It looks exactly like what it would back then when they did the concert back then. And also there was just great scenes. Like, of course, when Easy e first uh, is in the studio uh, doing the um, uh, Boys in the Hood, which actually I have a clip right here of that uh, when they're uh, doing that. It's actually really amazing. What are you doing? Hey, let me produce. Feel like it's getting weird. Man, shut up. Get comfortable. Let's go. <laughs> Cruising down the street in my six boat. Shit. <laughs> what the fuck is so funny? Not, not. Oh, hey, Mm-mm. can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Man, how much y'all fucking laughing? <laughs> well, the uh, chemistry of these guys is great. You good. Just hit that first beat hard, man. You got to come in on beat. Cruising down the street. You cruising. You good, All right? Hey. No, 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 no. You good, you good, you good. It's dope. But on beat again. All right? Let's go. You cruising. All right? Cruising down the street in my six folks. That ain't it. It really ain't. Hey, hey, That's Jay. Special, you got to go if we're going to do this. Cube, you got to go. Fuck out of here, yo. Nah, about nigga, you. both of y'all. You talking to me? Bye. Go, Cube. And y'all, like, get the fuck me out too. of here, man. Yeah, so we can get this Write shit done. Write the song, Cube. Shut the fuck up, Cube. What I do? He's with you, Cube. Yo, 
Yes, man. Come on. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Motherfucker. Come on. You finished, Dre? You want to laugh too? <laughs> I stay in this bitch by myself. Hey, just say the words, all right? What does that even mean? Man, just say the shit with me, all right? Cruising. Cruising? Yeah, right. cruising. Right. Let's go. Dre, you know this shit ain't gonna never work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you're trying to be funny, but you see how you said that shit, right? Like you believe it? Yeah, I believe that shit. Then say this shit like you believe it, man. Like it's a motherfucking Sunday and you cruising down Crenshaw in a motherfucking 6 4. Come on, say that shit like you believe it, man. Like it's your words. Feel that shit. Stop playing around. Loosen the fuck up. There you go. <laughs> Cruising down the street in my 6-4. Oh, shit. Hey, that was dope, eh? That shit was dope, man. Yeah. Yeah, see, I thought that scene all together was just fun, just seeing him in the studio trying to create that scene. And, I, I, of course, they it, it can't be exactly what it was, but it, it, it does still show what it's like to be in a studio, you know, trying to record and uh, just a track for an album and everything else, trying to get it sound just right. But what did you all think of that scene all together? I thought it was I thought it was a good scene. So how close to the to the actual guy does he sound? He sounds almost exactly like Easy E. Close. Yeah, because I I, yeah. I saw some interviews of Easy E, uh, the original Easy E, and everything else, and watching him, it's just perfect, like almost exact right there. Uh, the because he was short, you know, had the Jerry curls and everything else. I, th- I thought it was it was well done. It was perfect casting, and I think he should have been nominated for an Oscar for just the role himself. And I don't know if he, I think they he was. I think he was nominated. I don't remember if he was or not. No, it was just nominated for best screenplay. But if he did get nominated, I would have fucking been happy if he won because he did an amazing so, job. I'll tell you this. Just for that scene alone, he should have been nominated because we all know how that lyric goes. Yeah. And to have to try and sing it fucked up for that part is damn near fucking impossible. Yes. Because we all know, we've all heard it 10 billion times. That actor heard it 10 billion times. He knows what that sounds like. He knows it sounds just like him. So for him to have to intentionally do that three times before he gets to sing it the right way. Yeah. Dude, I've I've been in studios. I have sang. And that experience is just like that. You that first time you go in there, you fuck up real bad because you're you're nervous. I don't yeah. care who you are. I don't give a fuck. When you look through that window and everyone is staring directly at you. Yep. And you're fucking like 19, 20 years old, and you're like, fuck. Damn. Fuck. All right. And then they're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Just keep telling Damn. me how shitty you fucking yeah. are. They're like, that ain't it. No, you fucked up. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah. That's so good. so for me, that, that scene really is fucking really cool because I, I that's exactly how it feels to go in that first time. Yeah, no, I, I fucking loved it. I, I think that's one of like the uh, one of my favorite scenes of the movie, actually, with the whole you know, and then trying to record in the studio and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, uh, when I was talking about Jerry curls and everything, do you know that their Jericho wigs for all of them were about fifteen thousand dollars? What? Really? Fifteen thousand dollars for the Jericho wigs? That's for Ice Cube and Easy E. Yeah. Wow. So if I want to look like Easy E, it's going to cost me fifteen grand, huh? Apparently, it's going to cost you <laughs> fifteen grand. More than that. Or fifteen thousand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Oh, man. So there, there's so many fucking great scenes from the movie. But uh, actually, a good question to ask. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Like, what did you enjoy uh, as a character portraying just a scene? What part? Not I like you, the Casey, one where, go first. I'm gonna leave. Oh, I like the right. one where Dr. Dre, where they where they were all partying out in uh, when uh, who was it came in? Snoop came in or Tupac came in to record at uh, the studio. Oh, we and, were California Love. Is that what it was? And they yeah, were they all were. part like everyone. Everyone was out partying and shit. And Dr. Dre came out and was like, you know, what the fuck you doing? Like we couldn't like. This is my fucking house. You know what I mean? Like get the fuck out. Yep. That was a that was a fucking great scene because he was like you could tell that he was like you know trying to fucking get straight and fucking go by the books and do everything right you know and they were all just still like that fucking uh, Shug Knight man he's a fucking piece of shit. Oh yeah, no he, he oh, fuck yeah, I think he I remember there was a video of him like running over one of the guys that actually was in this uh, in this movie running yeah, over he's in one jail. Of That's why he's in jail right now. Yeah, it's uh, and it's actually the guy who played the club owner in the beginning of the movie that uh, they were originally playing at where they were doing their concerts. The one with the that went was like trying to stay old school and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that yeah. he was the one that got run over, and there was video of him getting his legs and his whole body getting underneath the car and everything. It's fucking Jeez. fucking. That was crazy. another good scene though, where that fucking like because he, I mean, you know, he was showing his authority that fucking when he uh, beat the shit out of that dude for taking his parking spot. Yep. That one, yeah. And was like, and threw the keys down, and was like, uh, "After you move your fucking piece of shit, park my car, and don't get any blood in it." Yep, like that's a. Fu- I mean, uh, you know, he's a fucking piece of shit, but that's a badass fucking thing to do, you know? Oh yeah, no, it is. Yeah, but it showed exactly how he was, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, he was well known for being horrible. Yeah. What was yours? Who are you talking to? Ragnar. Yeah, I know. I I'm sorry. I'm not. He, I'm so used to him being right next to me. <laughs> Uh, I would say they're fucking the NWA concert where they're told to they cannot sing fuck the police. I got a scene right there. That's the scene actually I have right <laughs> I here. Anyways. This one. What's up? Let's do this shit. What's up? Let's do this shit. What's up? Let's go. What's up? Hey, hold on, hold on. Y'all know what the motherfucking police trying to tell us backstage? They try to tell us what the fuck we can't play. Motherfuckers trying to tell us what the fuck we can't say. This NWA. We do what the fuck we want to do. We say what the fuck we want to say. So everybody, put the middle fingers high in the sky. Until the punk ass cop backstage. Yo, Dre. What up? I got something to say. <laughs> Coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad because I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill him. Yeah, that, that was a cool fucking scene. Yep. 
Yeah, the thing, uh, they also got, like, arrested and uh, put in and uh, tried to get them out of there and everything else and all put in the back of the van. They were all just, like, excited after they were all arrested and uh, cuffed and everything because mm-hmm. of what what happened because they went against that. But, uh, yeah, that shit was crazy, the fuck the police uh, scene and everything else. Um, Ray, what was your favorite scene? Uh, it's between that one and when Q busts up the office because he's all pissed off because they fucked that up. Was a good one, one. Yeah. yeah. I like that one a lot. <laughs> what just happened there? My phone uh, was fucking. Somebody's phone just went off. Does that does that yeah, call for? A... Yeah. God bless it. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Ray. Keep talking about your scene. I get the fucking wheel. God. So yeah, Cube comes in and he's like, "I want my fucking money," and then he comes back with a baseball bat and he just destroys the whole office. Yeah. And. uh I love that scene because it leads into he's right back in the office. They've remodeled, you know, and he's basically just like, hey, you know, I paid for this. It looks nice, you know, basically. Yep. So I, I like that scene. But I, the, the fuck the police scene is really good because you, you almost get like goosebumps because you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we all, you know, I lived through it. I knew what happened. Like, I didn't have to wait for them to do it. I knew what was coming. So I was getting the goosebumps like, yeah, I love this because I know what they're about to do. And uh-huh. I know they're about to get fucking arrested for it. So good. Self-destruct. Mm-hmm. You know what a self-destruct is, guys? So it sucks because Casey and Ray cannot enjoy the self-destruct. But me and Ragnar, wait a minute, Ragnar, do you have any uh, Malort there with you? Mm. No. Hmm. looks like i'm gonna i guess i'm gonna just take a shot of my lord and well you should probably just do two then so you can take ragnar's for him yeah what does ragnar have to take a shot for Uh, technically you could do four but i think i'm not taking four shots of my lord fuck you guys i gotta work tomorrow morning i I think i think it doubles fair i mean you're getting half price get half price why does wait what, what you're why isn't it just one? He's he's doing two for the price of four. It's like That's a sale. True. It's like a bogo. Or we could just do a rage like on Ragnar and he has to take a shot of Malord at the next show this Friday. Hmm. We've done that before many shows. I'd rather there do it go. that way. Or you guys want to do that. You god damn it, you guys don't have anything how to take. About, all right. How about you guys do rock, paper, scissors? If you win. He does one on the next show. If he wins, you do them both now. I'm game with that. Go. All, right. All right. This is going to be weird doing this on streaming. <laughs> All right. So, rock, one, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Okay. That's how All it right. goes. All right. No, I just I didn't know if you were doing that. All right. Ready? Yeah. Rock, one, paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. What is that? I can't see. That, your, put your hand means, up. That means. All right, that's two. That's best one out of three. Okay. All right. So it's rock. Ragnar had rock. Ron had scissors. Yes. All right. Rock. rock. All, right. All right. No, you start again. Start again. You're going to. You got to go a little faster rock, than that, man. Paper, scissors, shoot. All right. There. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Right, rock. <laughs> that was a rock. No, this. You're, Ron Ragnar has paper, paper, right? And uh, Ron has a paper, rock. Pa- yeah, the rock, uh, the rock crushes the paper. No, it's nah. God damn it. 
Yeah, I got to take a double shot of Malort. So you guys talk for a moment while I will get my double let's, shot. Uh, let's do a shout out to the, uh, we're all part of the Deluxe Edition Network, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do our little shout outs here for the network. All right, here. Uh, yeah, we are all a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find all of the other great shows over at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And the podcasts of the month for this month are Bacon, my podcast, and Beard Laws. Go check them out. Deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Ron, yeah, is back, ready for his shots. He's already done. I already one. took the, fir- already took the already first. Already took the first one. Damn. Why are we doing two again? I don't. I forget why. Because he lost. He lost Rochambeau. I yeah. lost the fucking paper rock scissors. Oh, who says it like that? It's rock paper scissors. Paper rock scissors. <laughs> what, what the fuck does it matter? What? Order you say it. I've always called it paper, rock, scissors. Rock, yeah, paper, scissors. All right, scissors, rock, yeah, paper. You know, words are hard. Yeah, words are always fucking hard with me. That's that's true. All right, so, so all right. where are we, Ron? Where are we? Uh, no, I know. Uh, favorite scenes. Um, so, Ray, you already said your favorite scene? Yep. So uh, my, favorite, my favorite scene is the one in the studio when uh, Ice Cube does his battle rap. The, um, the whole no Vaseline. I thought that fucking was amazingly done. And I thought the whole thing when they're all listening to it and, uh, and you know, they're trying to think of that, that he's actually going against the Jews for their, uh, their manager and everything else. I thought that it was just so good. And I remember when that song came out and I fucking loved it. And now seeing it in the movie way, just seeing how the guys are reacting to it, but that easy ease just saying, you know what, y'all, y'all need to fucking calm down. This is just a fucking battle rap and everything else. Because battle raps are well-known all over the place. And I fucking love battle raps. Eminem has been very well-known to do a lot of battle raps. A lot of rappers have been doing them and stuff like that. Uh, or uh, Tupac and Notorious also did a uh, battle rap, which was actually really cool. Um, so many fucking great ones from the past. But uh, that was probably one of is my that, favorite scenes in the movie. Is that where the guy, when the guy asks him if he's anti-Semitic? And yes. he said, no, I'm, he said, no, I'm anti-fucking Jerry Heller. Yes. <laughs> yep. Which yeah. I thought he did a fucking great job of the role also as a manager. Yeah. I thought he did really good. You know who um, else I was surprised to see in the movie? Uh, as one of our former guests, uh, Dean Cameron was in it from uh, Ski School. He was in it for, for just a split second in the one uh, club scene where Paul Giamatti took the, the executives to go and listen to their to their yeah. stuff. Yeah. That was uh, well, Dean Cameron was one of those guys. No shit. Yep. Now, Ski School, you're talking about the uh, 1990s uh, sex comedy? Yeah. 1980s, buddy. Actually, I saw, I read it was 1990 for Ski, uh, uh, maybe ski School. Maybe it is 90. Maybe it is. Yeah, it was like, it, yeah, it was at the end of the 80s. It might have been the 90s. But yeah, yeah because- Dean Cameron, he's been in a ton of stuff, and they did a spoof on uh, It's Always Sunny about that. What was it? Uh, a spoof oh. on. That is a, ahead, great, I'm sorry. That's a great episode from yeah. all <laughs> It was. I'm gonna have to check that episode out. Actually, I didn't even real uh, know that. So that's really cool that you actually got to see one of your guests in the movie straight out of Compton. That's really fucking yeah. cool. So overall, I mean, this fucking movie was. Uh, uh, it also pulled at the heartstrings and a lot of things. Um, the uh, part when Dr. Dre's brother got killed and everything when they were all going around. Actually, the real Dr. Dre uh, had a hard time watching that scene because it brought him to that memory when that happened. But there's actually things in the movie that they left out about Dr. Dre. That um, uh, wasn't inside at all because Dr. Dre had uh, allegations in the past where he, uh, um, let me see if I can remember. I got in the notes here. Let me check my notes. Did awful things. 
<laughs> Are you sure they left it out? Because when he was trying to hook up with that, or when he was, you know, I don't know if she turned up. You, you got to remember, Casey, this movie was heavily influenced yeah. by the Dre Cube camp, people camp, whatever. It was Dr. Dre and Ice Cube that were basically more influenced of the movie, but the film was heavily criticized for omitting. It was actually criticized because it didn't actually uh, had it in the movie. Dr. Dre's domestic abuse allegations. Uh, mm. F. Gary Gray said that Dre's rap sheet was an avenue we decided not to go down. So they just did not want to put it in the movie. But a lot of people think that it should have went in the movie because that was what happened to Dr. Dre. They kind of kind of made him out to be not that type of person. So do you think it should have been in the movie? I, don't I think do. It done any justice. It being in yeah. the movie or not in the fucking movie, it, it wasn't going to change anything. Look, yeah. That would be like them in the Great Balls of Fire taking out the part where Jerry Lee Lewis's wife was his 13-year-old cousin and making it like a an 18-year-old hot model. You just can't change shit. You got to, yeah. you know, because a, a lot of these uh, music biopics, they fucking change so much shit. Oh, yeah. Like uh, that the Queen movie. They changed the timeline just to make Live Aid seem like it was later on in the career than it actually was. Right. Yeah. Well, they don't. That's not just with mo uh, music stuff. Like they they did that recently with the uh, the Iron Claw movie about the Von Erichs. Well, yeah, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but Hamilton's not a black guy. Are you sure? That's, and that's a, that's a goddamn musical, Ron. You yeah, made I know, I know the Disney also, musical. I, I was thinking about it. I was like, yep, I know what he's talking about. Also, for like the Tom, going back to the music stuff, the Tom, I don't know if you guys saw the Tom Petty. It's actually a Tom Petty like documentary. It's like pretty long that was made by tom petty's people and they talk about everybody else's drug use in it except tom petty's no shit you know yeah well, that's pretty common you know well, right. pete davidson is trying to do the ramones fucking uh movie and he's already been shut down because linda ramone johnny's wife is already shutting him down saying nope nope you can't say anything bad about johnny so that movie's not going to be fucking made <laughs> Well, the thing yeah, about everyone to have like the lasting image of these people as like good citizens. Yes. Yeah. Well, you they know? did that for they did that for Elvis too. I mean, they changed yeah. things in the Elvis movie. Yeah. I mean, they changed yeah. things in the Doors movie. I mean, even yeah. Oliver Stone's Doors, uh, the members of the band said that nothing in that movie is re is the truth. I mean, Val Kilmer played the role of Jim Morrison like amazing. But the band did not agree with how it went. Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the uh, um, the Queen movie you're talking about. There's a lot of things that aren't real in that, like you said about the Live Aid with the old, the time thing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's a, I think even Walk the Line even had issues too. I mean, they did touch on Dr. Dre's thing. The, the the one thing where where he was, I don't know if she ended up being his wife or what, but she said like she was worried about getting involved with him because of his like background or you know. But yeah. that was like all they really said about it. For yeah. fuck's sake, Casey, there's not a person sitting in this chat room that hasn't had that conversation thrown at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, though, it's going to be funny when, like, Guns N' Roses have their movie come out. And, like, oh, it's God. whoever makes the movie is the only one who's not a heroin junkie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's the one, like, come on, guys, we got to focus. We got to write some songs. Oh my God! <sighs> you want to know a funny thing about uh, DJ Ella? You remember that scene where he's on the um, 
the bus watching porn. So in the director's cut, DGL is watching a pornographic video. This is in the director's cut in the tour bus besides MC Ren. This is a nod to Yellow's successful adult film career as a director and producer of over 300 porn triple X films. <laughs> so when you guys didn't see the director's cut, so you probably wouldn't have saw that scene right there. But yeah, there, there's a really weird scene where uh, he's watching porn on the tour bus and another guy's like, this is really weird. Why am I sitting in here watching this with you? And he says, I don't know. And they're just, he's just watching porn randomly inside the tour bus and stuff like that. Fuck, but, uh, maybe, maybe I did see the director's cut. Then you probably I, did. I don't remember that scene. Yeah, that, that's the only the director's I don't cut remember scene. That scene. I don't remember that one either. So <laughs> this movie, which includes 293 hold on, hold on. Inst- he's just Hold on. He's just sitting on a fucking tour bus with a bunch of other fucking guys that he's going on tour with. Sitting on the fucking couch watching porn. Oh yeah, I got some stories about that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> we we Do talked know. about Bob Do Crane. Know. We talked about Bob Crane here a couple weeks ago with Take on the World. That shit happens. <laughs> I can tell you a story about a a, a big fucking uh, one of the newer metal bands that my buddy told me when he was a bouncer at the club that they played, which is fucking hilarious. Which I will tell you off air. I'd love to hear about that. <laughs> so the movie, which includes 293 instances of the word fuck and its variations, ranks number 16 on the list of films with the most F-bombs. So at the time of the film's release, it is the only 2015 movie to be ranked in the top 100 of said list. So this is actually ranked in the top movies to say fuck, basically. I think Wolf of Wall Street, I think, is almost like number one or something like that, or Casino and stuff like that. But... Hmm. um other than that, so uh, we already talked about favorite scenes and uh, uh, favorite. Uh, what? Who's your favorite character? Like, who's your favorite of the uh, NWA in the uh, band? The character that you actually enjoyed more of. So uh, I think everybody's going to have about the same. I'm going to say my favorite member of the band is Easy E, and my favorite character in the movie was Easy E. Okay, good. I, I think he fucking nailed it. Yeah. I think it would have to be Cube for maybe just just because of how you know he looked just like his you know, he looks just like his dad the car- the guy who played him yeah I mean and he did as well, far as did, I know he, he did, did have an unfair advantage. advantage for fuck's sake <laughs> I like that whole he little, did look uh, fan- I mean he looked fantastic and as far as I know he did a great job right uh, he was well, amazing he <laughs> did but he also there was a scene in there that I fucking love is that little uh, the ad lib about the by Felicia when he was writing the script for yeah. Friday. I thought that was really yeah, cool. That was cool. That yeah, because I, I, there is a thing with the the with O'Shea that uh, his his mannerisms, the way he scrunches his face up, looks just like his dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you can see it. Like even then, like if you think about Friday, like when he's like he just that whole little scrunchy face thing he does looks just like his dad. You got knocked the fuck out <laughs> on Friday. That Friday is one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite comedies from the nineties, man. I fucking love that movie. So many great fucking scenes with uh, Chris Tucker. Uh, Ragnar, what was your favorite uh, character? Cube. Cube. I, he, yeah, just like uh, Casey said, he did he did his role like he did it very justified. Yeah, you know, like yeah, he's Cube's son, so that's kind of an unfair advantage. But you know, hey, whatever. It's music and movies, so go fuck yourselves. Well, um, in fairness, Will Smith's kids can't act for shit. No, they can't. They can't do anything for shit except <laughs> act and dress weird as fuck. Yeah. So, I agree with you on that. 
You know, they're, I think that, you know what? I really think they're used to seeing their mom get railed by other dudes. (laughs) I would have to agree with you on that one. I fucking can't stand Jada Pickett Smith. (laughs) I hate her. Hey, to each their own, you know. (laughs) Um, how about you, Robert? My favorite character would probably be um, it's a cross between Easy E and Ice Cube. So if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with uh, I have to go with Easy E. I thought that his everything about him in the role fit exactly for what I remember seeing him on his music videos, seeing interviews with him, and everything else. It was it was like seeing Easy E reincarnated. It was it was great. I thought that he was a perfect perfect casting choice for Easy E, and I think he deserved his acting was just. You know, phenomenal and just seeing him fall you know friend on because you know passing away from AIDS and stuff like that uh just him going against his manager um everything about it easy e was by far the best now a strong second would be of course ice cube ice cube was just yeah. amazing uh o'shea jackson yes there you go i said it right there you go okay <laughs> good because I, I think i was about to get another punishment shot um but seriously <laughs> I, I i i have to give it to easy e um uh the actor by the way uh, I know I already said it earlier was um, uh, Jason Mitchell. Jason Mitchell did a good fucking job. And I've seen him in a lot of other movies too. I think he's in the uh, uh, Kong Skull Island movie. He's been in a couple other movies. Uh, shoot. O'Shea Jackson was actually in Godzilla, Monster, uh, the King of Monsters, I believe. So both of them were in two of the Godzilla and the Kong movies. But um, the casting of this was just amazing. I, I, th- I think the guy who played Dr. Dre. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, his name Corey Hawkins is Dr. Dre. I thought he did a fucking great job. Well, there's if you're watching this movie, there are points where you forget that it's a fucking movie and not a documentary about the band. Yeah, yeah. like there yeah. are points where you just zone out and you fucking forget that it's not NWA. Yes. Well, that was another thing that during the live performances. That was another thing that was cool about it, how they did intertwine like actual uh like the, some of the news clips that they threw in there. Yeah. Like they were actual actual news clips and stuff that they got. I thought that was really cool. So they yeah. like, like Ray said, yeah, you you, like, you forget at some points. Like that's the points where you're like, Oh fuck, this isn't NWA. Fuck. It's so <laughs> close that you're like it's it that little brief moment, you're like, Oh fuck yeah, that's that's NWA right there. But man, these guys they they tricked me. They yeah. got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fuck. I, I I fucking loved it. Th- th- this movie, I, I really enjoy this movie, and I think this is to me one of the best musical biopics out there that's why i wanted to pick it when we uh actually review it so um because it's not like you know all of us are like more into the country we like the the hard rock uh, biopics and stuff like that and there's not that many good uh you know gangster rap ones and this one is just to me hits it on all, on all fours. i mean there's only a, one other ron which one cb4 i've never seen that one. Oh, you need to see cb4 then because what is, what is cb4 CB4 is basically a ripoff of NWA. It's about uh, a guy who goes to prison and this dude's like, yeah, we'll use his life story and start a rap band. And they start singing songs like sweat from my balls. And they're like, cops <laughs> like, if you sing that song tonight, we're shutting you down. <laughs> they're like, you're bouncing around on big inflatable balls singing sweat from my balls, sweat from my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, see before you must see that. You must review it. Absolutely fucking fantastic. I'm gonna have to check that out. So CB and that that's a movie, CB4? Yep. I believe it's Chris Rock. 
Chris Rock in that one? Yeah, he basically plays Easy E in that movie. Yeah, when you have a chance, do me a favor, text me that uh, that name, and I'll have to take a look at that. I'll have to take a look at that. Um, mm. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, go into a little fun zone here. Oh, where we that got... was early 90s. So you've seen it, Ragnar? <laughs> I, I I may have. Maybe. Um, I don't know. But it looks fucking familiar. I'm going to have to check out the trailer for that one. I've never heard of it. Of course you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like rap anyway, so. I mean, it didn't make shit in the box office. Nah, it didn't. But it is fucking fantastic. There's is, a it, scene... is it a comedy that more than oh, anything? It, yeah, it's more of a comedy. But there's one scene where the one dude is like working in, in a, a, a a sex phone thing. And he's like talking to some dude. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm licking your balls. <laughs> 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 fucking great. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Is it, is it like a mockumentary or what? That's what is I was going to ask. Is yeah, a it's, it's, it's like a mockumentary. So it's almost like, uh, uh, what's that? A spinal tap, basically. Yeah, it's basically a black spinal tap is all it is. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be worthy of checking out then. I, I, I sent you the movie poster to your uh, your messenger. All right, hold on. I'm, actually, now I want to see what this movie poster actually looks like. So <laughs> uh, let me see if I've seen this before. Oh, wait a minute. I've seen that picture before. That is Chris Rock. That is Chris Rock. Yeah, I've seen. I all right. I've never seen this, but I've or seen the all movie, right. but I've seen this uh, poster before. You need to see this movie. You will love it. It's fucking funny as shit. Is it more of like a spoof? It's basically a spoof of NWA. Okay, I'm gonna have to check for that the out. most part. I mean, uh, you you will love this. Movie. I, I probably will. I probably this will. Is, this is actually one of those movies. There's there's two movies that I shove down people's throats relentlessly. This yeah. is one of them, and dudes is the other. <laughs> dudes is so good. Uh, so, actually, I think we've asked this before. Uh, before we get into our little fun zone here, I've asked this before. What is your favorite uh, musical biopic that you've seen? I'm trying to see if we can remember if we did, because I know we did this on Elvis, but I'm curious if you guys remember. What is your favorite musical biopic? Mm, I don't know. I guess the is the doors considered? The, did we? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I guess okay. the doors. Just because I I remember that like growing up as a kid, that was a that was like a fucking Val Kilmer is such a phenomenal job. No matter what the band says, that that fucking movie is a great movie. No, I agree with you. Uh, that that he was great in that. I thought Val Kilmer, that was one of Val Kilmer's best roles in my opinion. And Oliver Stone's direction was just fucking. It's Oliver Stone. That's what I fucking love about it. Yeah, Ragnar. Uh, I think I know what yours is, but I might be wrong. I think it's uh, fucking Johnny Cash. Actually. That's what I thought. Walk the line. Yep. Yeah. I think I remember you saying I walk the line. Was. And if it was then, it still is now. Yeah. Mm. Man, I cannot remember what I said because I love all fucking movies about bands. Just don't say Elvis. <laughs> I know it wasn't Elvis. <laughs> it might have been The Doors. I might have said I think it. it w- I think it was The Doors. Yeah, because I love Val Kilmer. I think he's an amazing actor, and he did such a good job in that role. Even if a lot of it's fake, I don't care. I like yeah. that movie a lot. But I, you, Great Balls of Fire is another great movie. Did you, uh, uh, fuck, uh, the one about Sid? Um, oh, Sid and Nancy, yeah. Sid and Nancy. Did you ever That's, like that one? Oh, I love that movie. Gary Oldman transformed himself into Sid for that movie. It's, yeah. Like, if you want a versatile actor that can do any fucking thing, that's your guy. 
Oh yeah, Gary Oldman. He's he's yeah. a great actor. You want a, um, you want a vampire? Check. You want a junkie? <laughs> check. You want Commissioner Gordon? Check. Right down the goddamn list. Oh, also a fucking gangster. I mean, come yeah. on, True Romance. I fucking yeah. loved him in yeah. True oh, Romance for that true, short role. That's it. That put that on the list of movies I shoved down people's throats too. True Romance. There's like 800 major stars in that movie, and nobody's heard of it. Which one? True Romance. I fucking love that movie. There are so many people that Val don't... Kilmer's in that movie too. Yeah. I mean, Val Kilmer plays Elvis in that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great fucking movie. I just watched that like two weeks ago. <laughs> fucking, it, it's one of the thing is it's a Tony Scott film, but it's actually written by Tarantino, so it's very got it's got that Tarantino feel. Yeah. Uh, but the ending, uh, Tarantino did not like how it was directed, and also Tony Scott changed the ending of it. Tarantino had a more of a darker ending for the movie, but the movie's fucking great. Christian Slater was fucking awesome in that fucking movie. Um. So many, there's just a, like you said, there's a lot of fucking actors in that movie. So many goddamn actors in that. And that fucking Dennis Hopper scene with the eggplant, that, that is one of my fate. I have that written in my, I wrote that fucking quote in my book because I loved it so much. That whole monologue with the whole fucking uh, eggplant, uh, uh, Italy and everything. Uh, fuck that, man. I, I can go on talking about that movie sometime. Mm -hmm. I might have to pick that for one of my picks sometime. I was mm -hmm. waiting for Ragnar to fucking say something, but <laughs> I don't know. You always say something whenever I say I want to put something on my list. The fuck you want me to say? I don't know. I no, put it on your list. All right, fine. Here's the thing, all right? <clears throat> you can't say you like a movie because you're going to put it on everyone's list. That is right? true. So, I do. When somebody says, yeah, when somebody puts, says, oh, I like that movie, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to put that on your list. That's the one you're hosting. Yeah. I force them. Then I ask, so they ask, so what movie is my hosting? Oh, I didn't ask it. Yeah, you did. So now they're hosting that movie. Hmm. Oh, man. That's why you never say, I like this, because then you're going to end up fucking having to do it. Yeah. Well, that's like any time at work when they ask me if I know how to do something, I say no. They asked, <laughs> they asked me the other day if I could drive a stick shift. Yeah. And there was like a 45 second pause before I answered. <laughs> did, did, did you have to reconsider what you're about to say? I did because I knew they were asking me to drive a fucking crane truck over to get it to take it to service. And I'm standing there and I'm like, and every there's like four people staring at me. And I go, no. <laughs> that wasn't very convincing though. <laughs> but, and, and the one dude, the one dude looks at me and he goes, That's the appropriate answer. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna. We're going to go down uh, our lines of uh, what of our favorite gangster rap that we grew up with that we enjoyed like uh, most. And uh, I'm actually going to start with Ragnar first on this one. So what was your favorite rap song, gangster rap song that you liked in the past? Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I don't think that's a rap song. It could be. I, 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 think I don't remember what mine was. You're going to have to fucking tell me. What the fuck? We just went over this. This will be, this will be Ragnar. So what is uh, the name of this song, Ragnar? Huh? What is the name of this song? Ain't nothing but a That's right there, Whitey. 
So when I when I first started wanting to get into rap, that was my name. Whitey Y T Millbrook. <laughs> Whitey Millbrook. That was my rap name. <laughs> All right. So I got actually a clip. I'm not fucking kidding. That was it. That was really it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to be a rapper. I was going to be Y.T. Millbrook. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I was Millbrook. What do you want from me? <laughs> so, Ragnar, remember that clip here when uh, Dr. Dre meets with uh, Snoop Dogg? You what? Back to the studio. Yeah, see, the original version sucks. <laughs> Damn, Trey, what the fuck is that? But this is when Snoop Dogg comes on board. I love this part. Yeah, hey, look, uh, I'm going to spit a little something. All right. You feel me? You say whatever. You just jump in, nigga, and just... All right. Oh, look, I got something. Here we go. One, two, three, into the boat. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an yeah. entrance. Yeah. So back on up. Because you know we about to rip shit up. Give me the mic. The guy who played Snoop Dogg, I actually sounded exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, Ragnar's favorite. So we're going to go over to Casey. Let's see if Casey can remember what he had. I don't remember. I told you, I texted you this last week. You were, have been hounding me for uh, excuse Months. me. I sent this to you two days ago and asked you, and you told me, and I downloaded it the, the other day. So you need to remember. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I was just. You don't like rap, but you like this. Yeah, I mean, I was I was going through some of their, you know, some of the old stuff, and this one I like this one. I will admit, Notorious, that guy could fucking rap, seriously. But if you had to pick Notorious and Tupac, who would you go for? Tupac or Notorious? You're asking me. I'm asking all of you guys. I would I would pick him because I don't. I don't know. Like, this is all new to me. <laughs> well, you can, I can't believe that you never listened to this when you were in high school. I didn't, man. I didn't. It wasn't in my wheelhouse. I was like, I listened to fucking. Well, actually, before I got into the Grateful Dead, like this was like really weird. I was into like Corn, and like I remember my very first concert that I ever saw was Corn, and White. I really liked White Zombie. So like this wasn't anything like that you know what i mean a white zombie is fucking amazing so you were more into the, like the hardcore and metal and stuff like that yeah but you also like grateful dead you like a lot more classic shit yeah right yeah. i see you in see you more into like punk music you were more into a lot more punk and everything right? yeah i'm more into punk and old school metal but i love the new pop punk shit i'm big uh big 90s punk guy like uh screeching weasel the queers i love teenage bottle rocket i love a lot of those bands are uh, you a pennywise fan yeah, I like Pennywise, you know, fuck authority. That's a great song. Yeah. Uh, Pennywise, that's some good yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and just piss off everybody again and say uh, Grateful Dead's a bunch of fucking losers. Their music. Oh, so you don't like Grateful Dead all that much. Nah, I think they're a fucking shit show. <laughs> I think they might actually be worse. 
than ICP. Oh, come on. Wow. I like if, that. I think if given my choice, if I had to listen to one of those two, I would actually listen to the goddamn clowns. <laughs> well, this will be the last episode of Deluxe Edition with Casey. <laughs> <laughs> No, I barely even fucking listen to them anymore. <clears throat> no, look, they were never. There was a there was a list that came out years ago that the most uh, it was like the Rolling Stones' most drug fueled performances, yeah. and everybody was like they couldn't believe that the Grateful Dead wasn't on that list, and it's because the Grateful Dead could actually hold their shit together. They they didn't fucking they didn't tear apart fucking hotel rooms on, because they were all on fucking drugs. They kept their shit together for the most part. Yeah. Well, I'm not Grateful Dead was okay. They, I mean, I didn't mind them, but they they weren't like my favorite band and everything else. But there's other bands better than Grateful just, Dead, in my just opinion. Say it, Ron. Just say it. It's okay. Yeah, they there suck. you go. It, it, they suck. It's it's fine to say it. Yeah. You don't get it. You just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Actually, it's a good way to log into you now. So, what is your favorite? We know what my favorite is. Oh, it's the song that got me into this goddamn shit. Talking to freaks. Clocking the dough. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh I say this is the greatest rap song of all time. It was. Say, it's all about making that GTA. The boys in the hood are always hard. I love the beat in the background, though. That's perfection right there. That is, that is catchier than crack and AIDS combined. <laughs> That's a hell of a fucking combination. Yep. All right, so I will go into my favorite, which is uh, something that I grew up on when uh, I was in high school. I fucking love this. And uh, this would be California Love, Tupac and Dr. Dre. Yeah, I mean, this, this fucking track, fucking great. And I fuck Tupac's uh, rap inside of it. I fucking love. It. I love Tupac and Dr. Dre together. We're not monetizing this episode, right? What was that? But you are going to get some amazing reels out of this fucking episode. I'll tell you that right. Oh, for sure. I'm about to get Lamb pasted over there on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So I guess that's going to be the end of the point where we can go ahead and do our uh, pint reviews of the movie. I think we talked enough about the movie and how much... I'm actually curious to hear what you guys think about it each and uh, one. So you already know that we do a critical and we do an enjoyment. So I'm going to have uh, Casey and Ray go first, of course, uh, for this. But um, for Straight out of Compton, what would you give your pint reviews? Casey. How many? What, what are what are the stars? The five stars? Or five. Five pints. Huh? Just like five, five stars, pints. five pints. So you right, get five right. pints or uh, five, one to five. For or, critical? I'll give it. I'll give it four just because of the length. I, I thought it was a little too long for me. Um, but every, you know, all the performances were fantastic. Everybody, I thought everybody, from what I knew of them, I thought everybody did a fantastic job. 
So you feel like like basically the only thing that takes a pint off is basically the the length of the movie. The you wish it was yeah. just a little bit shorter. Yeah, it's actually not too for bad. Me, that's, about it. For me, that's it's a that's that's a long time. Hmm. For some and your enjoyment. For somebody that doesn't enjoyment. Work. I liked it. I, I I'll give it a five for enjoyment because like I really? said, I did, I didn't know anything about any of this stuff. So like it, I it was a, a learning experience. Although you know the more I read about it, some of the stuff was a little far fetched, but that you're going to get that with any movie like this, you know, like a we talked about that really... earlier with the, with the doors and all, and all the other movies. So, but yeah, for, uh, yeah, I thought it was a great movie. I learned a lot and I looked, you know, it made me look up a bunch of different stuff. And so I'm really shocked by that because enjoyment for a, for a five, that's like, you know, like um, that's, that's awesome. Like I was expecting like a four or three, but you gave it a five for an enjoyment. So you, you'd rewatch this movie again. Yeah, yeah, I will rewatch it because there's there's you know some shit I missed. You know, I wasn't there was a couple times I wasn't paying attention here or there, like got a text here or there. But um, yeah, I, I'll watch it again. Five out of four. Wow. Okay, Ray, how about you, buddy? All right. So because I grew up through this era, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give this one a five five because I had a a strong nostalgic feeling for this movie. And I don't feel like they were really f- too far off from the true story. Yeah. Like some of the things they ignored, mm-hmm. but they hinted at, like they didn't change timelines like they did in Bohemian Rhapsody or The Dirt. They pretty much kept the timeline straight. Yeah. And the acting's fucking amazing. Uh, the songs do stand the test of time when you yes, look at them. Um, so for me, this is a 5-5. Five, five. I've seen this movie six times now. Wow. Now, did you watch it when it first came out? Or did you yeah, uh, absolutely. it a couple of times even before we did the review? Yeah, I saw it when it first came out, and gotcha. I, I've seen it five more times since. Uh, once just for this, but the other times were just because I wanted to watch it again because I was like, damn, this is a good fucking movie. That was because awesome. I keep watching it like, fuck, that's Easy e that's, that's Trey. That's fucking Ice Cube. I, yep. And it's mind-boggling how close they are to the characters. That they're playing and they're not characters they're real fucking people yep that's what's for me this i think this is this is a top five document uh band documentary for me i love this movie i think it's really great do you put this in your top five for like uh for biopics basically yeah i'll put this in the top five because i've seen it enough times now that i think i can honestly say that it's right up there for me like the doors i love the doors yeah but there's some shit that ain't true right so this one gets in the top five just based off of how close I think it might actually be to what actually happened. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Well, wow, I wasn't ex- not expecting that at all. Not expecting that at all. That is great. Well, all I don't, right. I don't look like your typical rap fan. So <laughs> I see the thing is for this movie, I don't think see Sammy watched this movie and she, she never really cared for NWA and everything else. And she didn't really care for the music, but she said when she watched this movie, she even cried. Like she, she was the the whole scene with the Easy E passing away and stuff like that, and she actually really liked this movie. She thought it was really good. It was really well done. So now, you don't even have to be a fan of rap to enjoy uh, this movie. I'll tell you this though, because I am a few years ahead of you. If this was a a Big or a Tupac movie, I it wouldn't be getting fives. Yeah, it's because I was into that music at that time. Mm-hmm. So like a Tupac or a Biggie movie, it's not going to have the same effect on me even if the actor looked exactly like them and nailed it just wouldn't have the same effect. 
What did you think of Notorious, by the way? Did you think that was okay? It was all right. <laughs> it's the same way I feel. It's it's it okay. Was, it's not it the best. I, I just, yeah, it could have been better. Yeah. No, I, just, I completely agree with you. Anything that's a movie about music, I'll watch because I just love that. I, mm-hmm. I it, it, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah. You know what's a good one, but it's fictional, but it's about music. It's Inside Lulin Davis. Coen Brothers movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Is that like about a fictional? Uh, it's a fictional folk singer, but it's actually a really fucking good movie. It's a Coen Brothers movie. Uh, Inside Lulin Davis. I, I, yeah. I recommend it by far. It's You you, you will enjoy it. Send, send me the picture on my messenger so I can watch it. I will do that for you. I'd love to hear your, uh, your opinion about it. Yeah, totally. All right, Ragnar, what is yours? Uh, four and four. Simple, easy. Um, each of the characters, each of the actors did well playing um, the actual real fucking people. Um, you know, he, uh, the guy who played Easy E did fucking really good. He really looked fucking damn near like him, you know. Yeah. Um, Cube's son looks a, a lighter shade of him, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, he looks, he did just as well in the fucking film. Um, you know, I think there's probably uh, maybe a couple of things they, if they wanted to go actually for realism, they could have put in there. You like know, the, uh, like, allegations on uh, Dr. Dre well, and stuff like that. Allegations, allegations with Dre, but also, you know, there's a few other things they could have added in there um, to add more fucking realism to what was going on and what happened and shit. Right. Um, you know, for a biopic, it's it's actually really good. I've only seen it once, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good. I I, I recommend it. All right. So, Ron, um, what's yours? Yeah, what is mine? Um, this was hard because I love this movie. And I like, I thought this movie, when I first saw it, and I saw the director's cut first. I didn't see the theatrical cuts. I don't know what they cut out, so I already saw the extended cuts because I'm a big fan of extended longer cuts. They don't bother me. I'm a, I'm a fan of those. This movie was amazing. This movie's acting was great. There was music I had, that I grew up with that I remember when I was a teenager and stuff like that, that I loved uh, seeing O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson play. I said so it right, right? Close. So close. Yeah, so you got close, it right. I say, Okay. I, I'm, I don't know if I said, seeing him play Ice Cube, I think he pulled it off perfectly. Like he, he was just amazing to watch. And also uh, Easy E, um, uh, Chris Mitchell, I think. I think I said his name was Chris Mitchell. Playing uh, Easy E was just like, wow. Like, I remember seeing these music videos on fucking MTV and uh, and uh, all that and everything and seeing like the interviews and it's just like it's like going back in time and they did it so perfectly well. Uh, all the scenes, the concert scenes, the fucking uh, scenes with them going against their manager, uh, the uh, battle rap. I mean, everything. It, it was just amazing. The Ophelicia scene inside the uh, hotel room. Uh, when they're uh, when the guy was trying to look for his chick and everything, <laughs> yeah. that scene yep. was fucking hilarious because and that was all that, that was perfectly put in there. It was a little comedic side because there was a lot of comedy in this movie. There was a lot of drama, like major drama in this movie. This movie was even serious in some places and stuff like that. But it was just so well done, and I I agree with Ray. This is probably one of the mess the best musical biopics out there. I I, I adore this movie just like I do the Doors. 
um, Walk the Line. Uh, there's there's also movies like Ray. There's I mean, there's so many good movies out there and stuff like that when it comes to musical biopics, but this one really hits it on the spot. Um, enjoyment is a five for this. This is a five all the way. Um, the only thing I'm going to take away for my critical is it's not even really taking barely anything. I'm going to give it a four and three quarters. And the reason why is because I feel like they could have put more in. Um, I think they should have put the allegations in. I think that would have made it more realistic to show that, to show what type of person he was. I understand it's a movie and they try to make him look like a good person and everything, but they needed to show that, you know, everybody goes through their faults and then they, you know, go through the redeems. So they could have put that in there, but that's really the only thing. I mean, there's, I mean, do you agree with me, Ray? Or what, what do you think? I was going to say, quite honestly, we all go through ups and downs, but usually it's not like rape allegations. So <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but uh, all together, I mean, critically, this is an amazing movie. And I was on, I was really, really on the, on the verge of getting a five for critically. I just, they're just, just a couple things here and there that just need to be fixed here and there, but just not, not enough to, like I said, it's only a quarter, quarter of a point. Yeah. But I, I still think this is a masterpiece when it comes to uh, filmmaking. I think that they did an amazing job with this. This is a huge recommendation. I think that anybody can watch this. You don't have to be a fan of rap to like this, and you would still like this. I mean, it's just watching it just for the acting alone, which is great. Seeing these four guys, these guys together and everything, it's just it's fucking beautiful, man. It's a fucking great movie. So uh, I'm, I'm actually very – You kind of have to have an enjoyment of the music. Yeah. Well, yeah, I will say 100%. If you're not a NWA fan, you will not like this fucking movie. No, that's not, not true because I, because I, no, my, Sandy uh, like I, it. she's not a fan of NWA. I wasn't a fan going into this. Like, I didn't, I didn't, there wasn't a lot that I knew about it, but I learned a lot from it and I, I, I liked it a lot. So that's oh, not fuck, a fair statement. Fuck Ragnar, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that, that uh, actually, I'm very shocked at all the reviews. That's great. I, I didn't know if you guys would like this movie or not, especially Ray. I'm, I, I love your review. That's fucking awesome. And uh, the fact I, because you, you went through that time and everything. You know, I, I'm a cornucopia of good times, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be uh, surprised. I like fucking country music, too. Hey, I don't mind country music. I don't mind some that country music. That doesn't surprise me. Nothing wrong with that. Well, what am I, some kind of white trash over here, Ragnar? Right <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Just because I'm, I'm pretty good at drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So this 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 was fucking fun, man. So what is our oh, next one? What is our next biopic? Because we already did Straight Outta Compton. We did uh, Elvis. We got to do another biopic. What is the next one on the list? CB4. Yeah, but is that a is that a real movie? Is it a biopic it's a, it's of a real, an actual it's, band? It's a fucking movie. <laughs> well, it's not a biopic. They play songs in the movie. I just told you they sing songs. Hey, a mockumentary <laughs> will work. You know, I mean, if 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 Ray picks Spinal Tap, I'd be all for it. Well, I can't do Spinal Tap because I'm doing that on the 22nd with Metalhead Journeys. So you got to pick something else. I guess it's CB4. We could do uh, Dewey Cox. Oh, I love that movie too. Walk hard, walk. That's a fucking hilarious movie. You, you know what? Yeah. I'd be completely gay for that. Dewey Cox, the uh, walk hard story. All right, it's like a, a good one. 
So Walk Hard, Dewey, uh, The Legend of Dewey Cox or something like that. So why don't you take a bunch of movies about bands, write them on a piece of paper, put them in a fucking hat, and just pull one out and let me know what the fuck we're doing, all right? I'm fine with Dewey Cox, but if yeah. you want to do it that way. And don't, <laughs> don't cancel 17 times before the next one. Oh, my God. It, it was technically only 15. It was technically only two. I canceled twice on you. And and technically, it's been so many that I just wrote this off, and I didn't even remember we were doing it. <laughs> hey, but you pulled it off pretty good. I mean, you're going from memory from the movie because you probably watched it back in December when we yeah, were supposed yeah. to do this episode. Well, I've seen it so many times, but like, yeah. like, like Casey was saying, I got a fucking thing. It bings, and it's a fucking uh, streamyard thing. And like, I'm running a bath. I got my candles lit. <laughs> I got my music playing. I literally, I took a. I, I was like, fuck this. I'm taking a bath. Fuck you guys. I'll be here at eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So much fucking fun. Fantastic. Thanks for taking over, guys. Oh, yeah. 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 We appreciate you guys showing up and taking care of us. Yeah. You're welcome. Always a great time. Yeah. Plug. So plug away where people can find your show and all that, all that good stuff. Yeah. Ron. All right. Love so check yourself. out Barrel. Well, Ragnar, you want to do it? Fine, find us on every single fucking social media platform there is. Whatever fucking platform has any sort of podcast on it, there you go. You're going to fucking find us on there and listen to us. And if you don't like us, then you can go fuck yourself. If you do like us, pleasure yourself lovingly. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, check us out, Barrel H Flicks, uh, also on Instagram and everything. And uh, we are worth a listen. We do hilarious fucking episodes. Uh, we've had a great uh, start of a season four and uh, also check out barrel H chick seriously the uh, sister show to us they are a fucking great show and they're doing so fucking well they got a lot of great episodes they just did a uh, episode on a little whorehouse in texas actually which is very entertaining check it out so uh definitely check out barrel H chicks and also uh i'm not getting hit in the fucking balls again seriously That shit fucking sucked. Sammy did not take no, she she took no punches. She she went for it too. She like she just pff, right there. Yeah, yeah. Knocked you on the fucking ground. No mm. Oh yeah, and you were very happy to be a part of that show. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thank them a lot for allowing me to be on that show. And also, Seth, definitely. Yeah, I love mine, but not getting hit. Not hey, and I was. Where the fuck can they buy any merch for you guys? Oh, seriously. Well, you keep stealing our fucking ideas, Ray, so. Well, yeah. I need to know what my next fucking product is. The, the, the new bootleg <laughs> shirt. Uh, the new uh, Ray's bootleg shirt of barrel-aged flicks. But seriously, <laughs> check out our uh, our store. Our link is right underneath in our uh, show description. Uh, we have our T-shirts. I'm actually going to be putting up the uh, Season 4 art uh, T-shirt up here soon. But, uh, yeah, buy, us a, buy a T-shirt. And also, check out our fucking Patreon. You mm. gotta go on our Patreon. It's five dollars a month. You get to watch our shows uncut. And I'm telling you, when our shows are cut up, we cut them up. This is the uncut show. You see everything, and it there's drama, there's funny shit, there's shit that we well, talk well, about that has nothing to do with the fucking movie. There's tits and ass and everything. Seriously. Ragnar, your eyes just went up so big. I did. <laughs> No, seriously, five dollars a month, uncut. Check it out. I mean, it's well worth the uh, it's well worth the money. I mean, you you get everything. You get all the nice, great videos of us just bullshitting and just drinking and getting drunk. Which, by the way, 
One thing I got to promote, our 200th episode coming up here soon. There can only be one. We're going to be taking a shot every 15 minutes for almost a three-hour-long show, uh, spinning the wheel. Oh, it's going to get fucking crazy. It's going to be bad. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But that's going to be our 200th episode where we're going to be trying to review four Highlander films, Drunk as Fuck. So... So how are you going to do without Chase after the first half hour? <laughs> you already know it, Ray. You already know it. Trust me. We already have it. He, that's why he's doing the first movie. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah, we got four, we got uh, Goot's going to be in it too. We got five guys in it, but the four guys. Uh, I'm hosting uh, part three. Uh, Ragnar is doing the end game part four, wow. uh, and I think. Uh, uh, Wow, almost said it. Stu is doing. Uh, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Stu is doing uh, number three. Uh, no, number uh, two. This the, the worst one in the bunch. And uh, we already said that no matter what, Chase is doing the first. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we, we weren't we, yeah. we weren't. Yeah, he's hosting the first. But the thing is, what's going to happen is if we feel like a guy is too drunk of the show, we get to vote him off not hosting, but they can still sit there in the show. So. I think it's going to be between me, Stu, and uh, Ragnar because I think we hold our liquor better than the other two. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be a fun show. But our two hundredth episode, it's going to be a show. It's going to be, yeah. But I got a feeling that last like 20, 30 minutes is going to be everybody just laying on the table. And the camera's just rolling and no audio. <laughs> That'll be the Patreon video right there. You see the fuck box right there. I would love I would love to see people make bets on who's gonna actually be the number one. That would be a really cool we all know who's bets number about. one. We know who's going down first. No, no, no. Number one, the last one. There can only be uh, one, the winner. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My money's on Ragnar. Prettiest best yeah. drinker on the whole fucking show. You're so sweet, Ray. <laughs> I know, man. Hey, you know, pretty recognizes pretty. That's how this works. See? That's how this shit goes. Yeah, there you go. Awesome, this guys. Was, this was so much fun. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, guys. All for right. having yeah, yeah, no, no seriously. Thank, thank you for having us part of your show. We always love this. We're looking forward to the next one. Yeah. Uh, this is always great fun, guys. Yeah, yeah let's not make it... Uh, let's not... I should do Debbie Does Dallas. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm there good for go. that. Yeah, let's not wait a let's not wait a year. So all right. I'll get out my film projector. <laughs> <laughs> How about we do it like midsummer? Like maybe like a July or something like that. I think July would yeah. be good. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. That'll work. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. Later. 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 Appreciate you.